The WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL or WNBA and win up to 20x the amount you put in in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice, no the guy. It's me. Really real, villain real, Terrell from Virginia here at your service. Tell them to bring me my money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. And I'm joined by my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, Scott Studio Right Show. Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Surprise. Overall, doing pretty well. I had a fun weekend with the NFL. That went well. That went pretty well for me. Besides that, for WNBA picks, I know I missed the last episode, but two episodes ago when I was on, had a good episode. Ended up losing the lock, unfortunately, but did win the dog and the prop. I had Howard under her point total. She was brutal from the floor in game one. And we both had John Quell. 10-plus rebounds and a Liberty win. Ellie plus 210. That got there. So overall, pretty solid episode for me the last time I was here. But I know I missed a bit of the action, so you got to fill me in on how you did last episode. Yeah, the people, the, I, I bragged about you a little bit. You had a great day, the people know. Uh, I did miss my lock. I had the team total for the Aces in the first half. I think that fell short by like a, a two or three points or something like that. My dog, who did I have as a dog? You have Minnesota? Which one? Which game was this? This was Minnesota and. I did. I was on Minnesota. Shout out Minnesota and shout out to them for cashing a three to one for the game to get to game three. Uh, we gave that out. We gave up a bunch of props that just led to game three. So shout out Minnesota for not only cashing on the money line, but cashing that as well. I actually don't remember what I made my dog, but I'm pretty sure it lost. I do know that my prop to Fisa Collier, 21 and a half, that hit. I, I did not pull the underdog contest without you so we're going to need you to be able to get back into the group of things with that we are now moved to four and five and under all contests up 19 units in that i actually don't remember where my dog is oh yeah it was chelsea gray points and she didn't get there it was the assist game for chelsea gray so kind of went backwards there ah, i should have gave out the points the first game then came back on this the second game i'm really kicking myself that i didn't give out her 20 plus points in game one but the we also get the aces 2-0 moving on that wasn't really 
anything. We we figured we knew that was going to happen. Ace is one of the best home teams in the league, one of the best teams in the league. And so now here we are with another pair of game twos and favorites are still rolling favorites are in the first round they moved to five and one five and one ats for favorites so we have a couple of large favorites in this one in the second round definitely need to get get in here and talk about this but quick any thoughts on you on the Minnesota Lynx or Aces? Anything from last last episode? Well, you weren't here, but anything well, I was going to say the, the Aces game was expected. I feel like after game one, we saw the Aces roll. It just looked like Chicago wasn't ready, and it looked like they were simply outmatched. And Shout out to Dana of, Evans, 22 points off the bench. Yeah, it was kind of a carbon copy of game one, wasn't it? Like the Aces opened up a decent lead. They coasted, and they just won the game by 20. Like, it was pretty straightforward. It was the exact same game in back-to-back uh, games, and they ended up sweeping. The Connecticut one, I can't say we were totally shocked with because we picked it to go three. The problem was we thought Minnesota would win game one. At least that was my problem. And they won game two after getting killed in game one. But we thought that Connecticut was once again the third-best team in the league. But there's a reason why we keep talking about it being a two-horse race. It's because Connecticut, despite being the third best team, are significantly more vulnerable than the Aces and the Liberty. So we're not shocked that Connecticut, who had some success and some issues against Minnesota this season, we're not shocked that Connecticut kind of fell short at home. We expected it to be a longer series. But am I shocked that the favorites have won pretty much every game? Not really. We'll talk about one of the games later where it really should be four and two because I don't know how the hell the dream lost game one. We'll talk about that in a second, but I'm not shocked because I think we both had aces sweep. We both had probably sweeps in every single series besides maybe the dream series. And I know for a fact, we did not have a sweep in the link series. So nothing really surprised me. You, uh, I, I will say, since you weren't here, I got very, very special footage of the post-game interview of the Dallas Wings in that Atlantic Retreat game. And I just want to play it for you so you can have the opportunity to hear it as well because they are very, very exclusive, breaking. Matter of fact, we're very exclusive, exclusive stuff right here. Let's listen going to be a tough dogfight out there and it was so what were you guys able to do to come back and win this thing all right well at first we started slow we started real slow and you know that's all right mm-hmm. that's okay because sometimes in life you're going to start slow that's okay we, we, we told ourselves hey, hey we're man gonna start slow. we're going to keep going fast we're life is brutal slow. sometimes we're always always going to finish fast no matter what the score was we're going to finish hard we're going to finish fast yeah they had us the first we're going to finish fast and hard they had us we weren't defeated but they had us but is this guy like 30 now attitude. that's all it takes see like 25 now to He's got to be around our age. And that's what our coach told us. He said, he said, hey, it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. It is. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. You got to go out there. You got to be resilient. This is me talking to the betters, talking to everybody that listens to us. Hey, did they have us in game one? They did. I'm not going to lie. They got us in game one. I'm not going to lie. But here we come. Right after that, we cashed links on the money line. I gave out Nafisa Collier. Alternate overs on points and rebounds, both of those cash. Like, we have so much opportunity. We've been cashing underdog lineups for better part of two weeks now, and we're up a million, jillion, billion units. Like, understand, 
finish fast and hard. That is the motto of this podcast. We are going to finish fast and hard before I talk about uh, other teams that may be finishing faster or hard. We got to talk to you about DraftKings because new customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. They're on $5 on any of the this week's epic football matchups, and you can get those bonus bets. Huh, off the top of my head, what happened? Ooh, we get Colorado and Oregon. I think Oregon's laying 21. You're laying 21 with Bo Nix? It was 17 and a half. Then Hunter got ruled out for a couple weeks, so it moved another couple points. But it's at 20 There's no way I'm laying 21 in a big game with Bo Nix. Absolutely not. Put your $5 on Colorado plus 21. Download app now and use sign up code SGP again. New customers can get five dollars when they bet two, can just bet five dollars and get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. With code SGP, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Game time app. Look. This is where you go. If you're in Boulder, Colorado, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, if you're in Boulder, Colorado, one, I hope you're okay. Two, you can go and you can get tickets to Colorado game. You can go anywhere. It doesn't matter where. D.C., Houston, wherever. You can get last-minute tickets at the lowest price guarantee with the Game Time app. Make sure you tap in. I'm telling you, this is the place to go. I get my WNBA tickets from here. Download the Game Time app and create an account and use code F- CFBX. I'm sorry, CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download the Game Time app now. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. Alrighty here, let's talk about the two games that are actually going to be played tomorrow night. We have the Washington Mystics traveling, well, they're already there, playing the New York Liberty. Minus 10.5 is where the line opened at. The line has stayed still at minus 10.5. 163.5 is the total there. That's come down half a point since open. Injury report for these two, and we have... For the New York Liberty, Courtney Vandersloot is probable with the leg injury. And then we have for the Washington Mystics, Shakira Austin is missing the first two games of the playoffs, so you will not see her in action for this game. And we know Krista Tolliver is out for the season with the torn ACL. Well, to correct you, Austin might be missing the entire playoffs because they're probably going home after this game, right? Maybe I, I, I mean I think they I think that you know it, well I think is it's a closer chance than not I think okay. it's a closer chance than not shout out to our guy Jeffrey in the chat fellow DJ laid up with COVID finally something good to watch good luck gentlemen appreciate you Jeffrey got my guy A Scott in the chat talking about uh, Dewana Bonner who went crazy again she blew the underdog I, I went back to Dewana Bonner unders and it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work, Scott. I, I didn't cash the underdog contest because DeWanda Bonner went off for 24 again. Back to the game that we're actually talking about here. So you think the Mystics actually have a decent shot in this game? Man, this is do or die. This is the last game of the season. Like, do you, yeah. I, I don't think that I – mean, this isn't Chicago. This is not Chicago. They're not rolling over in this game. 
Like, I'm not a matter is... of rolling over. I, I think the problem you have from game one is the fact that they got the exact start they wanted. The Liberty came out flat. Mystics were up six at the end of a quarter, and you thought, okay, might be interesting. And, and they, still the almost covered. Smacked they still almost covered, though. Yeah, I know, but I was going to say, the Liberty kind of smacked them after that first quarter. That's why I think the Liberty made an adjustment. The Mystics we mentioned before are really bad on the road, including playoff games. I believe they are now 7-14 and 14 straight up on the road. I guess the question I have for you, without Austin in the lineup, we saw the Liberty win the rebounding battle by six. They did get outscored in points in the paint, but they did end up winning the rebounding battle. Does Washington have enough in terms of actual punch? Because we know Deladon's solid. Atkins has been kind of streaky. We know Cloud can score, which is more of a facilitator. Do they have enough scoring punch to actually match the Liberty? Because that's the problem that I have. Yes, it's just not the name value. Okay. I, I mean, I've been taking Mystics overs all season because they can score. We know what Brittany Sykes and how she can get down. We know EDD can score. You I didn't mention Sykes, about, but yes, her, her too. Yeah, so you got Sykes. Like, you have a whole bunch of scoring. This is a, a very talented team that's better than a seven seed. And so I just don't think that this is going to be a – oh, man, game two, we're playing against the quote-unquote super team. We're just going to lie down, and we're not even going to try to – I don't think that a money line win is outside the realm of possibility. They have beaten this team before. But I'm, am I going to sit here and just say that it's automatic, this is where you need to go? No, no, I'm not saying all of that. But I do think that this is a very good opportunity to get down on this Washington team that's – fighting for their lives, literally fighting for the rest of their season in their lives in this game. I think that a little when we get to the end of that game where it was maybe the Liberty do have a lead, but, man, if the Mystics aren't going to do everything to try to extend this game and try to k- cut down into that lead, like they could be up 10 with some two minutes to go, and then next thing we know is 30 seconds to go and the Mystics are down six. And we know the game is still over, but now we're covering. I, I, I just can't see this team just rolling over like that in game two. They're too scrappy and they're too good on offense as well. Like they have people that can score the ball. So I'm going Mystics plus 10 and a half. Um, Why is this line not jumped up? Why is this not 11 or 12? Well, what was the what was game one? Game one was nine, nine and a half. So it didn't like jump game up one, one point. It was it was 10 by the time the game kicked off. It I was, was going to say, 10, I think when we did the game, it was at nine or nine and a half. Yeah, actually, but, and I, up, but I put my bet, my bet in late and I got 10. So it, it it's basically same here. You're telling me that what? That was only good for half a point like. No. I think game, game one was fascinating because of the fact that Deladon only took 12 shots. I don't really know why she wasn't that big of a factor. She had 11 points. Having said that, the Liberty scored 90 points, and Stewie went three for 16 from the floor. That's the problem that I have. They can't stop John Quell without Austin in the lineup. They can't stop John Quell. And UNESCO's been great from the outside. She's been very dialed in. Now, you mentioned Vanderswood's probable. She's going to play. They had so many days off after game one. She's going to suit up. I guess the question that I have, though, when I mentioned the firepower the Liberty have, you go your best player, arguably the best player in the league, goes three for 16, and you still score 90 points? Like That's kind of the problem that I have with the Mystics. I think it's going to be close to the number, but I am going to lean to the Liberty. I think they win this game by 13, give or take. I think it's a pretty similar story to what we saw in game one. The Mystics hang in there for a half. Liberty figure it out. They dominate inside, and they eventually just win the game i think that when i'm looking at this matchup the mystics are better than most seven seeds but 
for the actual one, two seeds in the WNBA, it's a one, a one B. I think the Liberty are better than most two seeds in the league. So it kind of cancels out that way. I'm going to lean Liberty. I think they win the game by like 13. I think it's going to be close, but I'll take the 10 and a half. Maria Johannes is the sixth woman coming off the bench for this team. She played five minutes, was 0 for 3, 0 for 2. Yeah. Stephanie Dawson played six minutes. Kayla Thornton played eight minutes. The bench scored five minutes. The the bench scored five points total. And so if you're sitting here and tell me that, yes, you did get 10 points on three for 16 from Brianna Stewart. You also got 19 from Elijah Lady, who was eight for 15. She doesn't do that every single day. You still, you got almost 30 from Sabrina. And while Sabrina is liable to go through for 30, she doesn't go, she doesn't go for 30 every single day. So it's like, they're going to play the starting five. That's who's going to get a bulk of the minutes. And they all had really, really crazy days. Like I, I just think that this Mrs. team is too good defensively not to make adjustments and to make life a little bit harder in this second game. And I still think that, again, Atkins, Sykes, Cloud, Deladon, like if you're playing the starters, they have enough offensive firepower that can rival the Liberty. Do I think they're going to get the win? Probably not. But they are definitely covered in 10 and a half. Like this is... I, I thought that I thought that at least the books would respect the Liberty more and move this up to 12, 11 and a half, maybe. But this staying at 10 and a half and all the money pouring in on the Liberty and it's just, and this line is just not moving. It's just screaming to me that the Mystics are going to keep this close in game two and probably lose a heartbreaker and the Liberty get, you know, two outs in the next round. Total sitting at 163 and a half. I'm on the under. Because I think that this is a better defensive game. I think and... I'm going to lean under as well. But my question for you is, if the Mystics are down 15 with two and a half minutes to go, are they're they fouling. fouling? They're fouling. That scares me off of an under a little bit. They're fouling. I mean, I, I think a first half under is a very good play. And I, gotta I, always I feel like that. under for the entire game. Because we be see honest. it in conference tournaments and we see it in the NCAA tournament. Teams facing elimination down a bunch of points are going to prolong the game no matter how embarrassing it might look. The Mystics might start fouling down 15 with two minutes to go. That's kind of the problem that you have with elimination game unders. I agree with you about the first half under. I think you're going to see a lower scoring start. I think both offenses, most of the Liberty get going early on. But I do think when you mention the sense of urgency, the Mystics will bring it early. I wonder, similarly to game one, if there's going to be a back-breaking point where the Liberty hit a big shot maybe a big like 8 nothing run, and the Mystics roll over. We'll see what happens. But I think to start the game, you will see the classic stereotypical playoff atmosphere. I like the first half under as well. Full the game, Mystics, I think I'm going to stay away from, though, because I really am scared of those free-throw shooting situations late in games. After last game, the Mystics have covered every single game against Liberty this year. Last okay. game was the only exception. So they covered they every back game during game one, and that didn't matter. Yeah, and then they didn't cover game one. They get back to the winning ways and getting the cover. I mean, these are all – and all these lines are like 10 and a half. There's a seven and a half that's in here too, but I'm pretty sure that's when uh, – I think somebody was out for that one. But all these lines are like 10 and a half. I, I, I'm, I'm happy that we got a New York Liberty cover last game because Lord knows you don't ever get that when they're laying an absurd amount of points. I'm not betting on twice in a row. Uh, let's see here. Player props. We have, we're both on the under. We're both on that 
first half under is 83 and a half. I don't know if I said that, but I really like a play on that. I'll probably be betting that today. I'm not going to lie. Uh, let's see. My props. I mean, you got to go back to Jockwell Jones, man. I, I don't know how you don't bet Jockwell Jones in this game. No, with Austin being out of the lineup, they can't stop her. Uh, I still find it hilarious, and that's why we both took it as a dog for her 10-plus rebounds and Liberty win at plus 210. That was just a ridiculous line by FanDuel, but uh, we ended up catching that. So can't complain there, but I think you know I'm going to go back to Reliable. It's been the prop I've been cashing on a lot recently. Yanescu under an assist. We're back at five and a half again. I'm going to keep taking the under. She had two in game one to go through the numbers here. Two, mm-hmm. seven, five, three, two, four, four, two, two, uh, four. So she's gone under in, what is that? Six, seven, eight, and nine of the last 10. She's gone under five and a half. Give me the under in SQ assists again. I think she finishes with around four. Five and I a see. half. That's crazy. I'm looking at some of these popular parlays. And a lot of these are kind of like, eh, I mean, you just kind of get lucky with a lot of these. But I see Brianna Stewart and Jocko Jones both to, to record 10 rebounds each at 4-1. to one. Okay. I don't know price-wise. It, well, I mean, that's about that's about right. It's about a solid price. If Jocko is minus 118 for 10 and Brianna Stewart's plus 172, I think that math kind of checks out a little bit. But – Here's my here's the reason why I like it, and I've been trying to find some type of way. Again, the three players that they've utilized off the bench the entire season played eight, six, and five minutes. Maria Johannes is literally the sixth woman off the bench. She played five minutes. Yeah. I mean, let, let's just stat pad the offense, because if you're going to be out there for the entire game, you're going to record stats and on everything like you're and that's why it's so interesting how sabrina did not hit that assist number and it wasn't even close because she was on the court for 39 minutes and so yeah no brianna stewart had eight last time jocko jones had 12 i think that you know with the size and the physicalness with the Mystics, they both can get the 10 rebounds in this game. So I think that's a pretty solid price for 4-1. to one. That's a nice little play. And, like, eight rebounds, Benajah Laney, six rebounds, Courtney Vanessa, six rebounds, Sabrina Ionescu. It, it's, it's easy for a couple of those rebounds to go another way, especially in what I feel like is another game. So I'm back in rebounds today. I like that. I, I didn't think I was going to like any of those, but that one actually sounds interesting. I see two of them actually tempted by. Uh, one is John Quell to score 15 plus points and record 12 plus rebounds. That's the next one I was about to give out. That's six to one. I mean, that mm-hmm. happened in game one. Like, by a D. Yeah, sure. I'll take that at six to one. Deladon, 20 plus points and eight rebounds is plus 900. Now, I know yep. the rebounds for Deladon's are is a bit tricky because it's not as bad as Griner, but she really does not try to rebound the ball that much. Uh-huh. In a winner go home game, Deladon, assuming she's going to shoot more, 20 plus does seem a bit low. So it's mostly about the rebounds. Nine to one, though. To these expect- aren't actually, like, a lot of these really aren't bad. Nine to and one I think it's just people don't best, bet them. I was going to say nine to one for the best player on a team facing elimination to show up. Nine to one's appealing. Like, I think the John Quell one's probably my favorite at six to one. But that Deladon one at nine to one, I could be persuaded into. Like, that one, I think, actually has some value. I prefer – I would even go EDD and Brittany Sykes both to score 20 at 680. Like, 
they're they're going to handle all the scoring. They're literally they going to do all of the scoring. It's it's those two. They're going to command. They're going to command presence. And Brittany Sykes is giving this team buckets. Edie's giving this team buckets. Let's see. There's also all another right. one I want to mention. So John Quall Jones double double in game one was minus 105, which caused us to go through that uh, player performance boost. John Quall's double-double now for game two is plus 135 after having 20 and 12. And What? what? How did it go up by third? It went up by... I don't be paying attention, man. You just got to take... I don't get it. Uh, Yeah, I'll I'll take John Quall double-double at plus 135. I mean, then why wouldn't I do that? Yeah, I don't get they don't it. be paying attention. They, I, I, I just come to the point that they don't be paying attention to what they're doing because it's been multiple times that you'll have a ten plus rebound prop that is worse than an eight and a half rebound prop. Like they just don't be paying attention about this sport, and it's cool because we're going to take advantage when we can. That's what we're here for. The people, we're here to tell the people when they can take advantage, and. Also, I'm also here to tell you that you should definitely be able to take advantage of Hall of Fame bets because this is the sports betting analytics company that will help you and your parlays, player props, game lines, all of this stuff from the NFL, NBA, MLB, soccer. You, They have a parlay optimizer tool that will give you the hit rates by each leg and your expected probability for the whole parlay. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets. Download Hall of Fame bets app. Or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN and get 50% off your first month. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. And we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy because you can win up to 20x times your money in one single game. I go on five for five. Scott, might have to give a five for five out. Ooh, I feel I feel I feel good about the Liberties prop and we haven't even gotten to the second game. We might have to give out a five for five. When you sign up with promo code SGPN, underdog will double your first deposit up to hundred dollars. It's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And as always, we are going to give out an underdog contest at the end of the show. Next game on the slate, we have the Atlanta Dream once again playing the Dallas. Wings almost said Mavericks. I was very like the the M was about to come off the top of the tongue. Playing the wings, minus six and a half is where it opened. Minus six and a half is where it's at now. One seventy and a half is the total injury report for these two teams. And Nia Coffee done. Not going to see her play in this one. And for the Dallas Wings, where whenever I find them, clean injury report for them. So same thing that you saw last game. Oh man, I mean we got we, we got, got to talk about so, game one. So here's my question. Here's my question for you. There is I think we saw the best brand of basketball from the Atlanta Dream in the first quarter and a half of that game. And then we also saw the best brand of basketball from the Dallas Wings in about the last quarter and a half of that game. And then in the middle is just some back and forth between teams. And that's really it. Are you backing what the, the success, the dream were able to find early or the success, the wings were able to find late. Well, my favorite play in game one was the over and that got there. We finally got an over to cash. I once again, think that Dallas is the better team, but I do think that these teams stylistically are pretty similar. So I do think that it's going to come down to hot shooting. And I do think that the dream have the talent to make life difficult for the wings. Now, 
I'm not saying it's the exact same thing as the Lynx and Sun series where we both thought immediately, oh, this is going three. Like, I, I think that we expected the Dream to win one of these two games, but it wasn't a foregone conclusion, at least as much as we thought the Lynx were to win a game against Connecticut. I think I'm going to take Atlanta. Now, you can argue that blowing a 20-point lead on the road is tough to come no, back from. You, you're really, really underselling what happened in that game. Blowing a 20-point lead before and half and not in, a, in a half a quarter. They yeah. It was mid-second quarter when they were up 20, and they blew it before half. It was tied at half. Like, I... Honestly, they're not covering is really, really killing me. It really is. But they blew the 20-point lead in literally half a quarter. I said, Atlanta, can you stop blowing leads, please? I'm not going to, so quit asking. I, I mean, I just... Yeah. That's bad. 20? Yeah. Come on, it's man. Literally half a quarter. Like, it was actually impressive because I don't think I've seen anybody blow a 20-point lead in it. Like, normally, you know... All right, by the end of the game, you blew it. They won. and all. It was tied at half after being down. So, like, incredible run by the yep. wing. <sighs> I still love the over. Over's my favorite play, obviously. I'm not going to fix what isn't broken. Was that the, was that not their best? Do, do they have a better shot than that? Ryan Howard went crazy. She did. Like, better, is there a better shot that they can give and win the game than what they did last time? Or even make it close? I'm just really, really hesitant to say that they have a better shot than what they gave. I said once again, it might come down to hot shooting because Dallas doesn't guard anybody. And we've talked about it for months. So they have a shot to do it. I want to lean dream because I really I, I thought initially this series would go three. But you make some good points. Me too. It, Me it's too. really tough to come back from blowing a 20 point lead in one quarter. Uh, half half a quarter. Half they a quarter. In yeah. Half a quarter. Half a quarter. <laughs> and, and Howard was terrible, which I expected. But Howard didn't do anything, and they still scored nine, like a ton of points. I think I'm going to go with. I, once again, I have no real strong opinions on the side. I'll lean Dallas, but I am going to lean to the over. You swayed me a bit on the side, but I do really like the over. I can't get there with Atlanta, man. I, I'm bit, I'm full on benediting this series. I can't like they that was just brutal and it was so good, but they were playing so well. They were yeah. playing so well at one point. It's just the wheels fell off. I I just don't know if they can. Dallas might just have their number. This would be six times in one season that they beat in the same team, and then and Atlanta has not covered any of those games. Atlanta is so due for a cover versus this team. I want to say that, but then we. But they keep losing. <laughs> like they just, they just can't beat this team. Uh, they are yeah, so due for I, a cover. I think you swayed me though on the dream. I mean, against the dream. But I am. An, I do love the over though. I, I can't go against the over. I'm assuming you agree about the over. Yes. Oh uh, well. Mm, yeah. Uh, mm, you might nah. get some. Foul, I'm actually going game two. Shots game two unders. Ball, but I'm eh. going under. It's game two. It's, it's I don't know if I can buy it though. Both teams want to play fast. Like they just want to go as fast as possible. Yeah, I don't feel as good. I don't feel as good about total. I just, right. I don't know. It's just handicap. Just says game two, no matter what. Just take under. Uh, yeah, man, I'm going Dallas minus six. Okay. I'm gonna. I feel like I'm gonna regret that. It's really talk. 
if Correct. you end up regretting it, then hopefully Atlanta wins because we want another game of this. So there's that. I was always going to take Dallas in game two. Like, that was always my thought. I just figured that we were going to get there in game one, and then they blew a 20-point lead. All right. Player props. So I am going to ask, since we always talk about adjustments in playoff series, my favorite prop in this game is Ryan Howard over three and a half assists at minus 113. She had two in game one. She shot the ball 29 times in game one. Uh 29 times. She had 36 points. I'm expecting some adjustments. 15 three-point attempts. Have you lost your damn mind? Went 8 of 15 from three? Like, I got to go with the sis here. To go through the recent numbers, she has done well. And three and a half is very low for a player who has the ball the entire time. To go through the assist numbers in the last couple games, 2-7-4-7-6-6. So she's had at least four assists in five of the last six. And I do think Dallas will make some adjustments to force other players to beat her because we know Ryan Howard has the ability to dominate games, and we saw it in game one. I'm just expecting more variance. There's no chance she shoots the ball 29 times again in game two, and she has the ball a lot. So give me Ryan Howard over three and a half assists and minus 113. That's my favorite prop. you have any thoughts? Uh, yeah, no, I think I like the angle. And, I mean, what happened to Chelsea Gray? She didn't get there on assist the first day, got like 20-plus points. Next day, she had nine assists. Yeah. So 100% with you there. And she's going to uh, play every minute. It's an elimination game. Like She played 38 minutes in game one. Her and... All the main stars should be on the court for at least 35 minutes barring foul trouble. All right, Scott, this is a we need a new segment. We should have been doing this all year of. Yeah, they're really just broken with these lines. We have Tierra McGowan, who was completely dominant in that game. Absolutely dominant. They had zero answer for her. She just getting whatever she wanted underneath the rim and literally taking the ball away from them like they were children. Her rebounds prop is at 10 and a half. Okay. Her points prop is at 12 and a half. Her double double is at plus 110. Okay. I don't think that map checks out. And the map's not mathing. Plus 110, but you're giving minus 106 for over 10 and a half, and 12 and a half points is minus 125. One minus 106 for 10 and a half is a pretty good bet. And I think you should actually absolutely bet that. But I'm not, I'm just going to go for the double double because the offensive glass is where Dallas has been so dominant. That's really what's kind of scaring me is because they were so dominant on offensive glass. They were getting put back point. That's how the, the run started. They were really missing shots. Like, if we're being completely honest, they were missing shots. But it's the fact that Tierra McGowan and Sasu Sabli were underneath the rim and literally getting everything back and putting it back up and stat padding themselves because they had no resistance. Cheyenne was just oh, like a deer in freaking headlights. Uh, Tierra McGowan, plus 110. I'm actually a little bit slightly interested in Cheyenne at plus 480 for a double-double because I think she does need to have more impact underneath the rim this game. But Tara McGowan is just a double-double machine, man. Do you have any thoughts on Sobley double-double at plus 210? It's interesting. As long as she hasn't had a double-double in a while. doesn't walk out with 20 and 20. As long as Tara McGowan doesn't have 20 and 20, then we're good. But 
She's like, hey, what did you do that? <laughs> I'm looking at a couple of the player performance doubles here. Uh, the odds on these are a lot lower than the Liberty game ones, so it does seem like the Liberty ones are very mispriced, so I'd pr- I try to jump on that sooner rather than later. I do see Sabali 25-plus points and a Dallas win at plus 250, which I find interesting. Uh, they have a Goomba Wale props too, but I want to see how she did from the three-point line in the first game. Uh, let me just quickly pull that up. But Sabuli, 25-plus, and Dallas win a plus 250. I think it's very appealing. Uh, you can find a Goomba Wale, three-plus threes, and Dallas to win the game at plus 200. I think that's interesting. I think that's worth a look, but... I think I'm going back to the Savoli. 25-plus, and Dallas win 250. She had 30 in game one. I think there's value on that. And Dallas is a pretty decent favorite at minus six and a half. So I think Savoli can be in line for another 30-piece. You? Yeah, no, I'm not going to go against you. We we expect adjustments and all, but what adjustments can Atlanta actually do defensively? They're just outmatched. We said it before. They're 0 for against this team in the season. Yeah, they could rebound it. If they could, if I could really trust that they rebound, then I think that they have a chance for it. But I just don't know. I mean, uh, watching that game, Tara McGowan was literally like take snatching yeah. everything from underneath. She's a skyscraper compared to the rest of the four. What's her twelve plus rebounds? Plus one sixty four. Hmm. I feel like that's not right. I feel like it should be a little bit more than that. I was gonna. It's a bad deal. You can't get McCown twelve plus wins and Dallas to win the game at plus one eighty six, which is just robbery. Based oh, yeah. on that price, but yeah. Uh, all right. By the way, Sabali thirty plus points is plus six twenty. Ryan Howard thirty plus points is plus eight twenty. Uh, I wouldn't go back to those. I wouldn't go back to it either. But that goes back to my assist angle for Howard. I would go to Enrique at plus three fifty. I, I would yeah, go to somebody I'm, else. I'm saying that goes back to my Howard assist angle because the odds of her repeating once again are plus eight twenty. Yeah. Um, I really want Atlanta to win this game, but I just don't see it, man. All right, that's rough. Six six win, six times in one season. Can you really lose six times in one season once to one team? And that's why the game one loss is actually harsher because they were zero and five, and they had the other team on the ropes finally. And they blew a 20-point lead in five minutes. <laughs> like, it's just not going to go well psychologically. Yeah, it's not a great sign for Atlanta. Bro, there's no way you – I'm Benedict. I'm back on Atlanta. I'm back on Atlanta. Six and a half. There's no okay. way you lose to one team. Six, well, I mean, of course, at some point, you know, like, they would have to. But, like, straight? Six times straight? You got to get one in there. And how lit would game three in Atlanta be? When is that? If they go, if they go to game three, I might go to Atlanta. I'm not gonna lie. That'd be a hype time. That would be on what's that Wednesday? I think so. I might be. I might go to Atlanta if they go to game three. All right, I'm on. I'm back on Atlanta six and a half. I, 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 I it took me a while to Benedict get around, but uh, I'm back. I'm back on Atlanta. Unfortunately, don't don't bet this. Don't bet this. Or uh, if you do, just sprinkle on Atlanta on the money line with like a prop or something. But don't go heavy on this. All right. Before we get in, wait, no, I did all my reads. Yeah, we're good. All right, we're good. lock dog, prop, underdog, all of that. 
four Malak. Give me that first half under 83 and a half for the New York Liberty Washington Mystics. I feel like I'm kind of been up and down on my locks. I want to get a streak going. I want to I want to get some good juju. I feel like I'm been up and down. Don't like that. All right. For my dog. Same game. Same game. Give me the Washington Mystics in the first half plus 260. They're so good in the first half, man. They can, they can, they can. If it's Sabrina has one of those start two for 10 games, Brianna Stewart's actually started to look more human recently. Yeah. Plus 260 is a great price for maybe I should go first. First quarter is two to one. Did I'm gonna go, win, but no, I'm gonna stick with quarter in game one. I know, but I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with what I know. They are a very good first half team. They tend to lead in the first half, even as dogs. Plus two sixty. Watch the Mystics first half. For my prop. I'm curious which game you're gonna pick in this one. I want I kinda wanna go into the other game because I got, I don't want to go all three in one game. That's like that just feels like bad juju. Yeah. I did that with the links and it bit me. Let's go to just just give me Tierra McGowan double double at plus one ten man. I, I, I mean she's been she's been absolutely dominant. They have no answer for her, and it's not like she's just getting defensive rebounds. She's getting offensive rebounds and putting it back up, and then that's helping her get her the points that she needs. Tierra McGowan plus one ten for a double double. That is my prop, Scott. Over to you. All right. Uh, so for my lock. I'm going to go back to O'Reliable. I'm going with Unescu under five and a half assists. I'm going to keep riding until it breaks. I'm sure you've heard me give this prop out a lot, and I think I've only lost like one time. This prop's done very well for me. She's gone under in nine of the last ten, had two assists in game one. There's no reason for me to think that is going to suddenly go crazy with assists again. Five and a half, though, at around minus 135, I think it's a hell of a deal. I'm going to take that as my lock. Give me an SQ under five and a half assists for my prop. I'm sorry, for my dog. I think I'm going to go for the fences here. Give me John Quell 15 plus points and 12 plus rebounds in the popular parlay section at plus 600. 600 for her to do the same thing she did in game one. I think it's a hell of a deal. I'm going to take that. So give me the plus 600 there. And for my prop, give me my pivot for that game two in the Dream Series. Give me Ryan Howard over three and a half assists at minus 113. She ended up having 36 points in game one. She took 29 shots. That's not going to happen again. I think she's going to facilitate more, take less shots, get her teammates involved. Give me the over three and a half assists there for Ryan Howard. All right, let's see here, Scott. Underdog contest. I dropped Ryan Howard in there higher, three and a half assists. Okay. I dropped Tierra McGowan. I didn't have double double, so I went rebounds higher, ten and a half rebounds. I think she gets to eleven. Okay, I'm, I'm still on board. Yep. Okay. Unescu's at five and a half assists on there or no? Set five. Okay. Wanna we want to throw her in there? It's up to you. We can do it. Sure. If you like to play. I mean, I've, you've, you've heard I mean, me give it out I mean, for months. The only thing that I'm concerned about is the fact, again, 40 minutes on the court. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can stumble across five assists in 40 minutes. But she she doesn't – she didn't do it last time. So, I mean – She wasn't close last time. I don't She's have, more of a shooter anyway. I don't have anything else. But 
defensive wise, if they do change the coverage, then it may make her forced to be a little bit more of a passer. I'm I'm fine with rolling dice on it. I'm fine with rolling okay. dice on it. That's fine. Let's let's just go ahead and go for the five. Okay. We're up 19 units. Like, let's go for the five. Jockwell Jones, higher, nine and a half rebounds. I feel like there's yeah, no quarrel. Yeah, put that in. That's there. Okay, so we need one more. We can go back to Natasha under, well, lower. We can go back to Natasha lower. We can EDD in a closeout game. Her number's at 16 and a half. 15 and a half. 15 and a half, okay. I mean, she had 11 in game one, and she just didn't shoot much in the second half. She didn't shoot at all in the third quarter. I don't know why. I mean, I, I'm not against it. I mean, I mentioned Deladon potentially going for 20 and, and 9 at plus 900 before, so you're not going to hear an argument mm -hmm. from me. Do you want to go for a bold play and take Vandersloot under an assist because she's injured? No. I don't think you get both Vandersloot and Sabrina twice. No. You want to go Natasha Cloud? Uh, something with I, mean, mm. I, don't, I don't know. No, let's just let's just go with EDD. We already we were already almost there. Let's just trust fifteen our and a half is not bad though. One yeah, it's a closeout game. Show up for this game. And and same thought process of Nafisa. Nafisa went off in a closeout game to make sure that they didn't go home. Yeah. We we do that. All right, so we we maxed it out. Five correct pays. Pays twenty times the amount you put in. If we I'm win this, here. by the way, it's a victory lap for the next month. Oh man, I mean, we we're doubling, we're doubling our units in one underdog contest. Yeah. Are we going five for five, or are we taking insurance? What's what's the motto for the network? I forgot. <laughs> Let it ride. It's, yeah, it's three words. I forgot what it was. There you go. Let it ride. All right. We are going standard payout. No insurance. We're going for the 20Xer this time around. Man, this is the ultimate heat check here. We have Ryan Howard, three and a half assists, higher. We have Tierra McGowan, 10 and a half rebounds, higher. We have Jocko Jones, nine and a half rebounds, higher. We have Sabrina Ionescu, five assists, lower. And we have EDD Elena Deladon, 15 and a half points higher. Put that in underdog, shake it up. $100 pays $2,000. That's your underdog picking contest from WNBA Gambling Podcast. Make sure you tap in with promo code SGP and new customers can get their first deposit doubled up to $100. Again, SGPN. We. I mean, let, let, let's see. Let's see. We gave you a big one. Scott, anything else for the people? So we get up and pause. Pause. Scott, anything else for the people before we get up out of here? No. Looking forward to the games. I know we randomly have two football games on tonight. One of them already started. So going to be busy for the next couple hours. Yep, very much so. Back the home dogs in the football game. All right, for the four people that caught us live, make sure you like the video on your way out. For anybody else that comes to YouTube and watches this on YouTube to get their podcast, make sure you like the video before you go. Wherever else you get your podcast, anybody else, make sure you leave a review, five-star review, and any type of comment you can. Just leave a five-star review, but you can leave a nasty comment. It can be a good comment. It doesn't matter, but I like the five-star review. I should actually go check. I haven't looked and seen our reviews lately, so we'll see if anybody's been doing those. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast just to end it like this.
we are out of here.